What's going on, family? Pastor Sergio Chavez reporting live and direct to you and yours. And listen, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to My Hope Center podcast, your place for motivation, hope, and empowerment. The greatest day in history is being remembered today. I said the greatest day in history is being remembered today. You know, we celebrate and exchange gifts in December, but really when you really think about it, we should be exchanging gifts in April. (laughs) Because there will be no point in exchanging gifts in December if April never happened. Because we wouldn't have the opportunity, a purpose, or a reason to exchange gifts if we never received the ultimate gift in the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus. You know, when you think about it, our beliefs, our values, and our faith journey would just be ordinary if Resurrection Sunday never happened. We would just be worshiping simply another teacher. Uh, I wish I had somebody. We would just be worshiping another man that simply lived and uh, gave good teachings, did some good works, but the story of Jesus did not end with his death. Ah, I wish I had some people that were connected and really understood this. The story of Jesus of Nazareth compares to none other. It's a story that tells us that although death came on Friday, Sunday was on the way. I love the story, my God, I'm feeling this thing already. I love the story of Jesus because it tells me that no matter what my Friday looks like, I know that Sunday is on the way. No matter matter how bad, how low, and how dark it may seem now, I know that my story will not end that way. He's the one that brings hope in the midst of hopeless times. He's the one that brings dead things to life when the odds are against you and I, when everyone has counted us out the Lord Jesus says you can get back up because I got up I wish I had somebody on the chat I want to let you know that he got up so that you can get up too why don't you put that on the chat say he got up ah he got up he got up he got up he got up so it lets me know that because he got up ah, I can get up too Not only is this historic for the world and humankind, but it's historic for my life. Maybe I have some witnesses that's connected now. This is a historic moment for your life because the moment that you received Jesus, it completely changed your story. I don't know if I have any witnesses, if I have, if I have anybody out there with a testimony. Just just, let me, let me hear you. Let me hear you say amen. Amen. Okay, I heard that. That was okay. Maybe throughout the rest of the message, it'll, it'll get a little better. But, but, but it's amazing because when you encounter the Lord Jesus, not simply read about him, not simply, not simply uh, uh, hear stories of him, uh, but when you encounter the Lord Jesus, it will change and transform your story. See, see the, the, the resurrection of Jesus sealed the deal. And I just want to share quickly some beautiful things that happened when Jesus resurrected. Because see, he was the only one in human history that prophesied his death and, and, and actually fulfilled that. He's the only one that resurrected as he said he would. 
but it was so important for him not to simply die but to get up because the resurrection sealed the deal the first thing that happened when Jesus resurrected was that he replaced our fears with faith and when you encounter Jesus he will transform your fear into faith I don't know what you're fearful of today I don't know if it's fear of rejection I don't know if it's fear of failure I don't know if it's fear of loss, fear of man, fear of opinions, fear of what tomorrow may bring, uh, 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 but, but I have good news for somebody. When Jesus resurrected, he got up. In other words, he was saying, I'll take that fear from you. I got up to show you, Jesus is saying to somebody today, I got up to show you that, I, that I'm bigger than your fears. What is it that you're fearing? I wanna let you know, greater is he that is in me whatever your fear today your God and my God is greater than that fear that's why the scripture says in 2nd Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 for God has not given us a spirit of fear but power love and a sound mind that's why 1st John chapter 4 verse 18 says there is no fear in love but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment uh, the one who fears is not made perfect in love but the one who's full of love lives with faith and not fear you know uh, I, I have I have three beautiful, incredible, uh, talented, blessed daughters. I have I have three. Yes, yes, and they all came back to back to back. So pray for your pastor. If you would just stretch your hands and just say right there where you are, help the pastor. I have a three-year-old. I have a one-year-old, and I have a, a almost seven-month-old. So just pray for me during this quarantine. Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> but but you know I, I often find many lessons, and I and, and 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 God really ministers and speaks to me through the life of my daughters. I'll never forget one time I was telling my three-year-old, my daughter, KC, I said, KC, it's potty time, baby. And, 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 so, and so she says, okay, daddy. Uh, and then, you know, I'm, I'm busy doing something and I look up and I see that she's not going into the other room to use, uh, to use the potty, <laughs> to use the bathroom. And, and I'm looking at her and I, and I say, Kalea, just kind of casually, I say, Kalea, it's potty time. Uh, I had to break it down in her language. I say, it's party in the potty time. <laughs> And I see that she's just frozen and she would not move. And I said, baby, why are you not going to the party? She says, daddy, it's dark in the other room. I said, baby, uh, what does that have to do with anything? You need to get your tail in the bathroom. It's party in the potty time. And she says, daddy, it's dark. And so I'm afraid. And so, and so I get up, <laughs> I got up because I had to let my daughter know, baby, you have nothing to be fearful about. So I said, I said, let's do a little something. I said, let's walk over together to the dark room. And so I began to walk with her and I began to hold her hand. I said, see, baby, there is nothing to be afraid of. We start walking around the dark room. I know it may seem scary to you, but everything is under control. And I told her that I actually told her to say, I say, I say, I told her, say, baby, say, I'm not afraid of the dark. So she began, she started a little timid. She would say, I'm not afraid. I'm not, and she used to be looking around like something's going to come out of here. I said, baby, say it with your chest. She's like, daddy, I don't know what that means. She said, I said, I said, baby, say, I'm not afraid of the dark because my daddy is with me. I want to let somebody know today 
that even in your dark hour, even when you feel fearful, I want to let you know that your heavenly father is walking right beside you. He is with you. He will never leave you. Because when he resurrected, he took that fear. The second thing he did is he replaced our guilt with grace. Ah, he replaces our guilt with grace. You know, guilt is something, is something so crazy. It's a feeling of, of punishment and, and remorse for an offense, for a crime, for, 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 for something that we did wrong, whether it's real or we just imagined it to happen. And here's the thing about our issues. We often get hanged up and we, we, we often are paralyzed ourselves because we're bound by fear. And oftentimes with our issues, either we... We deny them <laughs> or we or we I overly focus on our issues and we hold ourselves hostage and we become prisoners of our guilt but in Jesus he says assess and confess I can take your guilt that's why the book second uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 says but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my Power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. That's why Romans chapter 6 verse 14 says, For sin shall no longer be your master because you are not under law, but you are under grace. I'm so thankful for grace. It says in 1 Corinthians, oh, is it all right if I give you some Bible today? Am I, am I fine on the stream there? Is everything, all right, all right. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 56 and 57 says, the sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law and thanks be to God that he gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. He replaces our guilt with grace and the resurrection sealed the deal to give us grace not only for salvation but on a daily basis because I don't know about you but I need grace on a daily basis Amen. I think I'm gonna need to pull out my, my hanky right now I need grace on a daily basis and thank God that he gives grace on a daily basis you know I'll never forget I was with uh, I, I used to I used to roll with with, with, with someone that um, after I got saved, you know, I had been in it for a few months and, you know, I was a, a, a baby Christian, as we call it. I was a new believer, in other words, and I was still learning, you know, I would stumble from time to time. I was still trying to grow in this faith thing, but I had this one cat that, that used to roll with me and I was trying to strive in my relationship with Christ, but he will always remind me of my past. So when I was when I was when I, was, I began to serve the Lord, all he would do every time I came around him was remind me the things we used to do, how we used to do it and when we would do it. And just and he will offer from time to time. Hey, listen, you know, uh, uh, church is on Sunday. It's Friday. <laughs> and so, you know, uh, uh, and, 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 and temptation and different things. And every time I would come around him, it would make me real uncomfortable, a little awkward. I would kind of just, you know, do one of these, shake my head and then I just awkwardly try to start a new conversation because all he would do is remind me of my past and then one day I said hold up you know Dominicans I'm an honorary Dominican I'm really from Nicaragua but you know my wife is Dominican they adopted me uh, uh, Dominicans will say will say it this way pero ven acá and so I said I said hold up I, I gotta change this because every time I come around this brother he reminds me of my past so I, what I decided to do was not overly react was not fight or debate not pull out my hey you know no no none of that I just began to tell him about the grace of God 
And so I'll begin to tell him, you're right. I used to be this way. I used to act this way. But thank God that I didn't stay that way. But the story of Jesus is one of grace. That even though I have fallen, I've made mistakes. That even though I missed the mark, thank God for Jesus. And he came. He gave his life. Became the ultimate sacrifice. And resurrected so that I could have grace to be transformed. The grace of God will empower you to live right. The grace of God will empower you to live holy. The grace of God will give you strength when you feel weak. That's why he says, my grace is enough. He replaces your guilt with grace on a daily basis because he resurrected. I'm, I'm flying through these. The third thing he did was he replaced our shame with salvation. He replaced because of his resurrection, he replaced our shame with salvation. See, guilt and shame are two different things because, because see, guilt is something that you really uh, hold on yourself. And it's something that, that, that you kind of carry internally. But shame is then a next level from guilt because what shame does is it isolates you and you disconnect from other people because of your shame. It's something that is done by oneself or another. It's a feeling, um, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but the feeling of shame is like, it's a feeling of inadequacy. It's a feeling of unworthiness, dishonor, regret, disconnection. But here is the beautiful thing about Jesus when he died and resurrected. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5 says, he predestined us for adoption to sonship. He adopted us from being disconnected to being adopted and connected to his family through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure in his will. Romans chapter 5 verse 9 through 11. Since we have now been justified. Is it all right if I read some scripture? We have been justified by his blood. How much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? Thank you, Jesus. For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more having been reconciled shall we be saved through his life? Not only this, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we now receive reconciliation. I'm so glad that he has saved me. I'm so glad that he has saved you because he not only saved you from hell, but he saved you to go to heaven. So we were saved from, we were saved to, but here it is, we were saved for. So not only, not only was I saved from destruction and the grave, not only was I saved to go and spend eternity with him, but I'm saved for a purpose, baby. That means that my life serves a purpose. That means that my life is meant to glorify him. That's why my life, my life is meant because of Jesus' resurrection to go from shame to salvation so that I can tell about the works of his salvation. The last thing he did here, and there's many more, but I just, I don't, I don't have too much time. I know, you, I know you're in your living room right now. I know that you have your, I know you have your slippers on and your PJs on. I just wanted to throw on a little, my Sunday's best today. But that's all right if you're comfortable in your PJs. Just worship the Lord with me. The last thing he did was took us, he took us from condemnation and he made us a new creation. from condemnation to new creation. Would you just type that on the chat and just say from condemnation to new creation.
Romans chapter 8, verse 31 through 36. What then shall we say? <laughs> In response to these things, if God is for us, who can be against us? He did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. The, uh, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is the one that died. More than that, who was raised to life. Someone say he got up. Uh, and is at the right hand of God and also interceding for us. Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. That's why I'm so grateful that I don't have to live based on my condition, but I get to live based on my position in Christ. Is anybody glad that we don't have to live based on our conditions? See, because we're a work in progress. He's working some things in our soul, in our mind, our will, in our emotions. But thank God that I don't have to live with shame, with guilt, with fear, and with condemnation. Because the word says, therefore, if any man or woman be in Christ, you are a new creation. There's no greater love in this world. No greater love than the one of Jesus that gave his life up for us. And the ultimate question is about death. The ultimate fear is death. The ultimate finisher was supposed to be death. But even at death, for those who are believers, I want to give you a promise today that comes out of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 55. Someone say he got up. He got up. It says death. Jesus was speaking to death. Ah, I'm feeling this thing. When everyone counted him out on Friday, when everyone was grieving on Saturday, when demons and the devil was, ah, was rejoicing and said we have finished him. On Saturday, on Sunday, he got up and he said, death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, oh death, is your victory? Where, oh death, is your sting? Even death has been conquered. Fear has been conquered. Shame, oh, I wish I had. Oh, I, I, I'm getting a little excited here. Your, your condemnation has been conquered because he got up. You and I can get up today and place our faith and our trust and our confidence in the Lord Jesus. I don't know about you, but my heart is grateful right now. My heart is grateful right now because we trust, we believe in a risen Savior. Father, I thank you for everyone that's connected. Whether it's fear, whether it's guilt, whether it's shame, whether it's condemnation, whether it's the fear of death. Father, today by your Holy Spirit, may you impart the confidence through your word to let your people know that nothing was able to hold you back, that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. 
and we can live with our head high even in the midst of the storm we can worship you in the midst of the storm we can look to you we can we can choose to focus on our issues our problems our guilt our shame our fears but today we look to you Lord Jesus we call on the name of the Lord that is a strong tower and only through you we can be saved we come to the way the truth and the life because there is no name other name under heaven by which we can be saved only the name of Jesus so we cry out to you father I don't know if it's sickness I don't know if it's I don't know if it's pain I don't know if it's trauma I don't know if it's grief I don't know father if it's if it's issues that you that financially emotionally and mentally that your people are going through but today you tell your people that they can get up in the mighty name of Jesus I speak healing right now with my family that's here in this living room I feel the glory of God we speak blessings over your life we speak the power the grace the love the healing of almighty God into your life we speak the covering of almighty Jesus we speak the strength that comes from his grace we speak grace over your life over your family over your children wherever you're connecting from the grace of God is enough for you and so we impart that today over all of those who are watching my God I thank you for your word I thank you for Jesus I thank you for Jesus. We love you and we praise you. We honor you and we praise you. Hey, I want to do a call real quick, real quick, because I know we don't have too much time. Real quick, if there's anybody, I'm feeling this strongly in my spirit. Ah, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's somebody, there's somebody even last night you were you were wrestling and you, you were trying to sleep and you were tossing to and fro because you were just unsettled because because you know that that, that the Lord Jesus has been pursuing you and you were wrestling because he was getting ready to give you this message and he was preparing your heart that even as I'm preaching this message you know I'm speaking to you he's been pursuing you his grace and his love has been manifesting even in the midst of this turmoil we're going through in this season and you're saying why can't I sleep and you know God was stirring you up and it's because he's wanting to get your attention today ah today is your day of salvation says the Lord unto you no more running and no more hiding you know that your wife been praying for you man you know your mama and your grandmama's been praying for you we have been praying for you this is your day for salvation I want to do a call and I want to invite you today right there where you are there is no distance there is no barrier Come on right there, just open your heart, open your heart, open your heart, open your heart as I stretch my hands. Just begin to pray. If that's you, I'm speaking to you. If that's you, just say, Lord Jesus, help me out. Let's help them pray. Say, Lord Jesus, I give you my life. I'm done with running. Here I am. Cleanse me. Wash me in the blood of Jesus change my guilt to grace change my my shame 
to salvation, my condemnation, and make me a new creation. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your love. I give you my heart. I believe that Jesus is Lord and that he resurrected from the dead. Here is my heart. I make a decision and a commitment to you. Teach me, guide me each and every day. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Come on, can we celebrate those people today? Listen, let us know. Let us know if that was you by connecting to our social media. Fill out a first-time guest card uh, or just DM us. Whatever you have to do to let us know that you made a decision today. These next days are critical. Get connected to the family. Let us know so that somebody from our team can reach out to you. So that we can pray personally with you. So that we can, we can begin to integrate and plug you into the church family. Yes, even virtually. There is, no, there is nothing stopping the church. So we want to connect with you. And I praise God for you. Let's celebrate those people today. Hallelujah. Once again, thanks so much for tuning into today's message. I pray that it was a blessing to you. I'm so glad that you were able to hear today's message, but can I tell you there's nothing like the live experience. Would you join us on a Sunday afternoon at 1.30? We meet at Greenbelt Middle, 6301 Breezewood Drive in Greenbelt, Maryland. And so I want you to be there. I want you to get connected. You can find out more information on our social media at My Hope Center on every platform. And also, you can check out more information at myhopecenter.org. I hope to see you soon. So until until then, peace, love, and God bless.